This is The Infiltrator's Scary Stories. Tonight, Pizza Delivery Stories. Scary pizza delivery stories where things didn't go as planned. You can't deny it. Pizza delivery people are the unsung heroes of the fast food industry. And sometimes they can get some good money, but sometimes they run into some really weird and creepy situations, even when they're in their store. Tonight, we look at those stories. And if you have a story, you can submit it on our website at theinfiltrators.godaddysites.com. Click on contact and send us your scary story, and I will narrate it. And now, scary pizza delivery stories. Tonight's episode of The Infiltrator's Scary Stories is sponsored by Anchor. Anchor is the best way to make a podcast. Everybody has something to say. Here's the best part about Anchor. It's free. Also, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you for free so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. I use Anchor and it is the best podcasting platform I have been a part of. And the best part, it's free. You can also make money off of it. That's what's awesome about it. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. We all have something that we are uh, very deeply uh, concerned about or something that we have the need to feel that we have to put out into the world. And this is the best way to make your own podcast. If you think podcasting is not possible for you to do or it's difficult to do, then use Anchor. I've made other podcasts before and it was a lot more time to make a podcast. With Anchor, you can make a whole podcast in less than an hour. Anchor is the best way to make a podcast. So once again, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Number one, I deliver for Marco's Pizza. I had a delivery one night and thought it would be just like any other delivery I had in the past. I live in Georgia, so usually I deliver to rural areas. I was about to get off in an hour and I got this delivery to a road that I knew was a very wooded area. As soon as I get up to the house, the person's driveway was like a quarter mile long. So I drive up to the door driveway and park there. I get the food and get out of my car, a pen and the receipt and start walking toward the front door. As I'm walking to the front door, a middle-aged skinny woman comes out from behind me and says, hey, we're over here in the garage. Now, that was the first red flag. I go to the lady's garage, but I just stand outside the doorway. I look inside the garage and 
There are two overweight old men sitting in recliners and camo clothing. I look at the walls and there are at least five rebel flags hanging. Six dead deer heads in a Trump 2016 poster on the wall. I'm transgender. I had been on testosterone for about six to seven months at the time, so I looked very androgynous, but tried my best to present as, as male. The woman and two men kept calling me ma'am and miss. I think the scariest part was when one of the men asked me to come inside the garage. I politely declined and informed him that we aren't allowed to go inside the customer's house or garage. He ignored me and soon all three of them were asking me to go into their house. Again, I politely declined and gave them their pizza and told them the total. I think they ended up tipping me about $3, which isn't bad, really. Better off than nothing. Every time I pass that road, I get the spooks. Number two, suburban Detroit pizza guy here. Along the same lines as the other story, I once delivered to a guy who had a hopped up pickup truck in his driveway with a Confederate flag license plate on the front. There were two juvenile bodies playing around in the front yard. No gates or anything, just running around in the yard. When I knock on the door, this bald-shaved 20-something white guy with a bunch of racist tattoos answered the door. He leaned out past me and yelled, Hey, Rebel, Arian, get in the house. The guy named his dogs, Rebel and Arian. I kid you not. Number three. I delivered to a survivalist type house once that was surrounded by a high wire fence covered with signs like trespassers will be shot, survivors will be shot again, warning, killer pit on premises, nothing in this house is worth dying for. If you weren't invited, don't knock. The last one was written over the image of someone pointing a gun in the direction of the reader. They had just about everything on the fence to send the message that they are paranoid and violent. One thing they did not have, however, was a house number. I checked all the houses nearby, but none of them matched. I narrowed it down to most likely the one house I did not want to be at. I did my hardest to find any numbers or mailboxes or anything. I would confirm it. Finally, I just decided to call them and tell them I was here. A teenage girl came out and paid for the pizza and did not get shot. If you're that afraid of the New World Order, maybe you should consider carry out. One night, I was serving a customer, and out of nowhere, a woman burst into the store, shouting intelligible words, literally tries to dive over the counter, hits it instead, winding herself and 
Her can of cider flies forwards and spills all down me. So I'm thinking, great, 20 minutes to closing, and I got the drunk Jucky flying at me. She starts screaming that I've got to help her. They're after her. I dismiss it as this woman looked like a junkie. Scraggly hair, missing teeth. Not homeless, as she had decent clothing, which made it seem a tad off. So I calm her down, give an apologetic look to the other lady I was serving, who now had placed herself in the farthest opposite corner to the mad woman. She keeps telling me the men are coming over and over. By this point, I've gone to reception to get her out of the store, and she's grabbing me, saying I have to phone the police. So I tell her the local police station is not really that far. It's about two streets away. And she's begging me now to get her. So I get frustrated, thinking, man, I gotta get her out of this door. As she started understanding I'm not helping her, she gives up trying to convince me and goes out quiet. Like, insanely quiet. Stares at me. She stares at the floor. She looks like she has a look of horror on her face. Like she'd given up on everything. She then slowly walks to the door, turns her head softly, and says, I'm sorry. Proceeds to run out the door and down the street, so I step outside to see where she goes, and she runs into traffic. She stopped about five cars. A bunch of people are now trying to restrain her on the side of the road, and a guy that came past the shop told me she was running around trying to get people to take her further down the street. Another day, another junkie, I thought. As the police came and collected her, I started thinking, and I was on my way back in, and I turned and noticed a car outside my store on the other side of the connecting road, all black SUV, and inside, two guys with suits, sunglasses. This was like 11.45 p.m., and what was clearly a cord coming out of their ears. Now bear in mind, this is the UK, and they're dressed like American TV show feds. They just stared at me until I got back in the store. That night after closing, I arranged for a friend to pick me up, as I was a little spooked by their presence, despite my rational telling me it was too uncanny to mean anything. The guys were still there, when I left and they tailed my friend and I for a good two miles before they hit a red and we got through. I've never been so thoroughly spooked by a 10 minute incident. Made me wonder if the woman was a junkie at all. It was just weird. Number five, I used to work delivery in and around the capital of my state, and I'm so glad 
I've since moved to a small town because I saw some weird stuff back then. I delivered to drug deals in action more than once. Those weren't usually bad. Once a customer freaked out, they thought I would report it. But if I turned anyone in using illegal substances, I'd run out of customers. One time, someone there offered me a baggie of pot as a tip, but I declined. Once, I delivered to a normal-looking woman, and when she answered the door, she had a leash in her hand. I asked if she was about to take her dog for a walk. Nope. Her boyfriend walked up, attached to the other end. The grossest was a conspiracy theorist. He lived on the top floor of an old apartment building that perpetually smelled like cats adorning his front door is a collage of illustrations and photos of the confederate army the first thing you see when you walk in because he's disabled you have to walk in is a plethora of cat bowls and cat litter clumped together because that's always sanitary Don't forget to subscribe to us on YouTube, search The Infiltrators, and go to our newly built website at theinfiltrators.godaddysites.com, domain coming soon. Also, you can listen to us wherever you get your podcasts. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor.fm, and so many more. And don't forget to leave us a good review on Apple Podcasts. That will help us out a lot. You can also support the show. Go to anchor.fm forward slash the dash infiltrators. And there will be a button where you can support us and you can give us a certain amount of money per month to help us keep doing these shows. Don't forget to do that if you feel the need to. It will help us out a lot and it will be absolutely amazing. This has been The Infiltrator's Scary Stories.